You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, buns, buns. Aloha, I'm Fernando. And I'm Jamie. And this is the Opposite Tastes Podcast. Two Gen Xers who can't be more different sample odd snacks and discuss or argue about pop culture. Of course, we've got a snack review coming up at the end of our episode, but first, ghosts. <laughs> ghosts. Boo. Yes. Boo. Why? Because, hey, today's Halloween. Happy Halloween. Oh, we hope. We hope it's Halloween. Yeah. Scheduling works out right. It'll happen. It'll happen. Um, let's see. But first, we get before we get into Halloween, um, some reflection from our last episode on farts. Uh-huh. Got anything? Yeah. Um, Got some farts? Oh, no. I'm all farted out. Thank you. Um, uh, in the last episode, I asked you to tell me about um, an embarrassing fart story. Yes. A personal story. Yes. But I didn't share my own. Oh, true. So I, I was remiss in that sense. Ah, okay. Okay. Um, and uh, so I would say one of the, well, I have kind of like two that come to mind. One of them was um, when I was a kid. I was in school. And then I'm kind of shocked that I, well, it was kind of traumatic to remember it again. <laughs> okay. Because it was in class. Okay. Ooh. Uh, yeah. How old were you? I was an intermediate, just Ooh, middle man. school. Yeah, awkward. I know. I know. Super awkward. Age. I know. Um, and I, it was a quiet moment in class. Yeah, I mean, basically the the a perfect storm of what you don't want exactly. to happen. Awkward right? age, yes. full silence, yes. which gives you the perfect stage for a fart. Yeah. And I guess, um, yeah, I was pretty much full of gas, uh-huh. and uh, I couldn't hold back. I, it just. Did, Slip, slipped out. Did you try to do the, uh, okay, I'm going to just slowly release and not try to have the cheeks flap together? or? Yeah, I, I tried everything. Um, didn't work. So was it a pui or was it a frr? It was a frr. Frr. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And um, I just couldn't admit, I mean, I couldn't um, own it. I couldn't own it. So I just didn't say anything. <laughs> and neither did anyone else. And... No one really laughed either, so I mean, hmm. it's a really, really strange moment in my life. <laughs> the other one is, um, I was an adult, so it was a little... More mature? A little more um, tolerable, I guess. Yeah. Okay, so I was um, right outside my house. My husband had um, taken out the garbage, so he took the garbage to the dumpster, which is just a, you know a little ways away so he was walking and uh, I must have eaten some kind of rich pasta because I was full of gas again okay okay and um, as he was walking uh, back towards me I just let out a really loud fart uh-huh. like a like a trumpet blast okay if you will uh-huh. um, and so I was looking at him and he loves when I fart. He loves when anyone farts. Wait, your right? butt was facing him though when you farted. No, though. no, no. Oh. No. 
Oh, okay. And he was like, I don't know, like 10 feet away. You didn't feel inclined to aim the fart at him? Like, do the, do the look back after you do the fart? I don't plan my farts like some people do, okay? <laughs> it just kind of happens. Okay. Um, and so I was just talking to myself. And then, um, first, I think he, I, I remained outside and he went inside. Or he might have went somewhere else outside. And then um, I saw my across-the-lane neighbor. He uh-huh. had been, unbeknownst to me, he had been washing his car. So he was out there the entire time? Technically. Yeah. But see, his car was in the garage. Okay. And he was on the far side of the garage, so I didn't even know he was there. Right. And then, you know how you're wiping your car, so you come around. Right. So he came around and I finally saw him and I'm like, oh shit. And he was like, my thoughts exactly. No, I mean, he didn't do it and he didn't, you know. Um, and so I just made a, made a great escape and I went inside. And then um, when I saw my husband again, you know, like I said, he loves farts. So he um, said, made a comment about my fart. Right. And I go, oh yeah. Uh, Jake was uh, Jake was washing his car, and my husband started laughing so hard. He had he went to his knees. He couldn't even stand. He was laughing so hard. Wow. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say he's laughing so hard he farted. That would have been the best way to end it. Could have been, but uh, <laughs> I guess he didn't have anything in the chamber. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Okay, so that's my two. Fantastic. All right. <laughs> uh, let's do some sponsors. You got a sponsor? Yeah. Uh, my sponsor is Bad Decisions. There's never a good day for bad decisions, but if you're gonna have one, do it on Halloween, because then it's justified, and no one will bring it up again, even if you run for office. Yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. Long tagline, but good. Yeah. Uh, my sponsor this week is Ex-Girlfriends. Who are you gonna call? It's a good tagline, right? I don't know, who, who you are, are you gonna call? See? Your neighbor you that call? witnessed you farting? I don't if know. it's... Something strange in the neighborhood. Who are you gonna call? Ex-girlfriends. Okay. Got it? Right. Okay. Background. Back to ghosts. Mm-hmm. In folklore, a ghost, sometimes known as an apparition, a haunt, a phantom, a poltergeist, a shade, a specter, a spirit, spook, a wrath. Yeah, those are all names. It's the soul or spirit of a dead person or an animal that can appear to the living. In ghost lore, descriptions of ghosts vary widely from an invisible presence to translucent or translucent, translucent or barely visible wispy shapes. You've been watching too to, much Empire. To uh, realistic lifelike forms. Uh, the deliberate attempt to contact the spirit of a deceased person is known as necromancy or in spiritism it's known as a seance. Uh, yeah. uh, the belief in the existence of an afterlife as well as manifestations of the spirits of the dead is widespread dating back to uh, animism or ancestor worship in preliterate cultures. Ghosts are generally described as solitary, human-like essences, though stories of ghostly armies and the ghosts of animals rather than humans have also been recounted. They are believed to haunt particular locations, objects, or people that they're associated with in life. 
According to a 20, yeah, 2009 study, 2009 study of the Pew Research Center, 18% of Americans say they have seen a ghost. Wow, that's kind of a lot. That's, yeah, that's considerable. The overwhelming consensus of science is that ghosts do not exist. Their existence is impossible to falsify. And ghost hunting has been classified as pseudoscience. Despite centuries of investigation, there is no scientific evidence that any location is inhabited by spirits of the dead. Research has indicated that ghost sightings may be related to degenerative brain diseases such as Alzheimer's disease. Which kind of brings up a, a question that I maybe wanted to toss out to you, Jamie, because mm-hmm. um, perhaps you have some family members that may be, you know, not all there, you know, in the Alzheimer's <laughs> or dementia type of category. Oh, wow. Uh, do any of those type of relatives that you have mention any type of sightings of ghosts and things? Not to, no, no, not to my knowledge. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. and not not that I've uh, interacted with many of my relatives who, you know, are in that stage. We're getting you yeah. know too old or whatever. Right. Yeah. Okay. Just curious. Okay. Now, getting more personal here. Personal experience. Do we believe in ghosts, Jamie? Do you believe? <laughs> I do not. <laughs> You're not one of the 18%? No, no. Um, Yeah, I just can't see how it's possible. And um, I mean, you know, it it is striking that there are so many stories out there. Uh And a lot of people swear by it. Right. But like like you said, there's no scientific evidence. Um, Everything can kind of be explained in a way. Mm -hmm. You know, so I mean, um, uh, I want some hard evidence. I want some hard facts here. Have you ever been scared of the possibility of, I don't know. Um, Your average kid stuff where, you know, if you're trying to go to sleep and, you know, you have your dark room. Right. uh, Maybe you left your closet open. Right. You know, and so it's kind of a cavernous, just black maw. Sure. You kind of imagine things are moving around. But, but nowadays, no. 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 Okay. All right. Well, I guess I believe for the mere fact that I want to believe in the afterlife. Mm. Because if you want to believe, then you will believe. Because, right? uh, I don't know. I mean, you ever think about death where it's like, man, once I die, it'll just be silence? Like, doesn't that just suck? Like... Like, it's just an off switch, and then just nothing happens. What about heaven? Yeah, that's why the afterlife ghosts. So, but saying, like, if there's nothing, right, that's the reason why I want to believe in an afterlife, whether it be a negative, a positive, purgatory, anything. That's why I want to believe in ghosts, just to think that when I die, you know, my thoughts or my soul continue. Mm -hmm. No, just... Because have you ever thought about, like, okay, when I die, like, it'll just be off, and then nothing. And then nothing. Nothing. Oh, for myself? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah? Isn't that scary? When you think about that, then it's like, man, 
No, it's, I really hope there's something not, else afterwards. It's not so much scary because if there's nothing, then at least there's no pain. That's true, but... And if there's nothing, there's no boredom because you're not there to experience the nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> I would actually, you know, dread um, uh, uh, an, an eternity of boredom. I would dread that. Yeah. 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 But you're right. You wouldn't be bored if you're just clicked off. Right. Man. And then, you know, they're talking about, like, oh, sorry, this is kind of a tangent, but talking about, you know, artificial intelligence and all this stuff and how, you know, they're saying mm -hmm. you can be uploaded to a computer or some type of system, mm -hmm. you know, so that you can continue to move on, live on, but that's a simulation of you and it's not really you, you know? Yeah. And it's more for everyone else enjoying you, but not you enjoying you. Right. Right. So, and, and on, so that on does nothing level, for me. I think, um, I think I would, I mean, a person might get just tired of living after, you know, 70, 80, 90, 100 years. True. But, you know, but knowing that there's something else to hop to after that, that's, that's the enticing thing. Or not. Cause, <laughs> because I think some of those people, no matter how old they are, if they're questioning if afterlife doesn't happen, mm -hmm. then they'll be like, no, I'm so tired, but I'm gonna hang on. Just because there's nothing, if there was nothing after life, yeah. then no matter what, you're gonna hang on. Maybe. You know? Sorry, I know this is a crazy tangent, but anyway, I'm just trying to explain why I believe in ghosts. Okay. Um, but have I seen or experienced anything? Not really. Um, my family, we kind of have a thing where there's a white dove that always kind of hangs around before someone dies. Mm. Like flies into a screen or just hangs out in a backyard or like... Mm. It all happens within a week of someone dying. So it's kind of strange. And then never again? Yeah. So we don't see a, a white dove. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, thought I saw Jesus once. At the Burger King? No. I thought it, I, I saw Was him he having lunch with Elvis? No, I thought, thought I saw him <laughs> pop, uh, popping his head out from behind a corner in my house once when I was little. But that's only because I really wanted to see Jesus because I was like uh -huh. super Christian growing he up, might right? might have been a homeless guy just kind of hanging out. No, I think it's a figment of my imagination. <laughs> okay. um, I've had deceased relatives speak to me in my dreams, but then that could just be a... You're just dreaming about them. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, I did the Glenn Grant walking tour in the 90s, and we talked about that, I think, mm -hmm. in a previous episode. Yeah. Scared the crap out of me, but nothing happened. So. Yeah, nothing Nothing, really nothing yeah. solid. Like. Right. Uh, I have friends who say that they, they can see them, and I believe them. Like, there's this one guy I used mm. to know. He did I a have lot friends of, like that, too. He did a lot of acting, and. Uh, see, that's suspect. <laughs> No, 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 no. But, but the thing is, is like they know, like all his friends that he acts with and stuff, they all know when he's seen a ghost, like on stage and stuff, because oh. he starts to all of a sudden like just flub his lines and oh. stuff. Oh. Yeah. And so he was dreading an upcoming performance at Hawaii Theater because he said mm. he sees so much shit over there. Right. Right. So, right. Yeah. But yeah, I believe that there's just some people that are tuned into it. Mm -hmm. You know, like how a walkie-talkie is like, you know, 
is like tuned to channel four and the rest of us are on channel two mm-hmm. you know it's like they're just on a different wavelength and they can see mm-hmm. some shit that we can't mm-hmm. i know you know i'd like to believe that that's a thing yeah i mean i have friends that that say that too and it's not like i outwardly um disbelieve them right um i i just take whatever they say and say oh okay yeah interesting so now speaking of interesting is this the point where we're going to go through our audience stories or do we want to go through our ghost questions for each other i kind of lost the I did, uh, I did have a ghost question for you okay um and my question is would you want to be okay so you die would you want to be a ghost on earth and if so um where who would you sort of haunt well would i want to be a ghost is that in comparison to what oh maybe going going up into heaven and having a grand old time forever oh I think I'd rather go to heaven. Yeah, it's yeah. true. <laughs> but yeah, if, who would want? Yeah. <laughs> what idiot would want to just, just hang out here? Yeah. No. Yeah. All the bad stuff that happens on Earth, right? So, yeah. yeah, it just must be irritating seeing like everyone do really stupid stuff and you can't do anything mm-hmm. about it, really. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that's got to be irritating. Okay, so if you if you had no choice but to be a ghost, okay, there we go, and haunt someone, right? Do you have a Ooh. few choice people that you'd like to haunt? Yeah, my enemies. Right. Yeah. Right. Of right. course. But then. What about a haunt in a nice way, like you know, just kind of be a, a friendly presence? Oh, then would be my kids. Right. Yeah. Right. But. I, I could have predicted that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, from what it sounds like, though, from people that talk about different accounts, mm-hmm. kind of doesn't seem like ghosts can just free freely go from location to location. Right. Yeah. Right. Although I've heard about ones that hop onto people, where they kind of, you know, almost like hopping on your back or whatever, and they, that's the only way they can transport. Otherwise, they're kind of bound to a location. I've heard mm-hmm. about the travel, those type of traveling ghosts, mm-hmm. like in the Star One Hundred One Nine Studio, mm-hmm. a psychic came in or something, and she said like there was a ghost in that studio. But it hopped on with me and did a tour with me and then came back. <laughs> See, that's um, rather unbelievable. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. So, whatever. Whatever. Okay. Uh, if you were a ghost, Jamie, and you were sentenced, so uh-huh. to speak, to a haunted ha- to to haunt a house, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what would be your preferred method? And when I say haunt, not the friendly haunt that you mentioned. Okay. I mean, like being a pest. Basically. Yeah. What would you be? What would you? Your preferred method of haunting be? Would you make noises? Would you throw objects? Would Would you try to uh, create a physical manifestation? Would you try to appear to them? Um, off the top of my head, I think I would want to be a mischievous ghost. Okay. Not a malevolent ghost, but a mischievous ghost. Is that the kind where like you take objects and you just? Kind of move them around the mm-hmm. house. Yeah, yeah, and then they, like you watch watch it? the human go. Yeah, I just I just put it here. Where the hell? Yeah, I can see you doing that. Yeah, yeah. Just getting my kicks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So, 
at this point, do, do we want to go through those stories yeah. from our audience? Our audience. We did a audience. It's not a poll, really, but kind of a call out to all of our audience members just to see uh, who had some ghost stories of their own and mm-hmm. do they believe in their thoughts and all of that kind of stuff. Right. Okay. So let's start with our buddy Ash. Hey, Ash. Ash, hey. Ash. Okay, so um, he, he doesn't actually have any proof or stories uh, of his own, but he does uh, believe that, quote, there are more things in heaven and earth, Horatio, unquote. And I had to look it up. That's a Shakespeare quote. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but he does uh, kind of reference the Long Island medium or the Hollywood medium TV shows. Okay. Um, and he thinks, well, they're getting their messages from somewhere supernatural. Makes sense. Yeah. It's got to come from somewhere. Yeah. Um, okay, and then we have David. He says, uh, I'm Christian and I write fantasy stories. Uh, so he believes souls exist and they're separate from the body. And he thinks some do choose to hang around after the body dies. And he does have a story. He says, at the funeral of one of his daughter's high school friends, um, he could see the deceased person standing in a blaze of light by the head of the casket. He could see or his friend? Or he said he, he could see. Okay. Um, and he, and he, the um, apparition vanished during the service so uh, David just says, you know, he thinks he was there to say farewell to all his fr- friends and family. Kind of like you get like a two-hour grace period yeah. before you. Yeah. Yeah. You last farewell. Make it good. And then uh, my friend Darren, he said, um, short but sweet, he said, no, he doesn't believe. He's waiting for evidence, though. Oh, okay. So he's... So he's open. Open to it, yeah. That's but yeah, he wants some science behind sure. it, I guess. Um, okay, also my, f- my friend Greg, he said uh, he actually spent a night, an, uh, overnight, uh, on the USS Hornet Museum. That's an um, aircraft carrier. Okay. On the mainland somewhere. And so he heard bootsteps boot on the deck above the birthing area from what was a secured corridor during the night. Mm. That's, yeah. yeah. If there was to be a pretty haunted spot. And yeah, war. Military places, war yeah, a lot of death. Yeah. 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 So that's pretty cool. Um, and you, you have a friend, Byron. He says, uh, there's a ghost in the, there's a ghost in the girls' dressing room at the Kamoana Luau at Sea Life Park. Uh, and he says, the ghost tossed an item across the room and took a bra. Yeah, so he's a perv. Yeah, not I, Byron, but the uh, the ghost. Yeah, oh yeah, not yeah. not Byron. Yeah. Um, although maybe the the bra um, theft can be explained, I think. By some other. Yeah. Yeah. By something else. <laughs> um, some other motive. <laughs> okay, and two of our uh, listeners uh, mentioned the uh, night marchers. Do you want to talk about night marchers? Just briefly. Oh, geez. I don't have any uh, background, but basically, what the night marchers are supposed to be ancient, the ghosts of ancient Ali'i. Hawaiian warriors. Hawaiian warriors. Mm-hmm. Uh, the high class. The high class, like mm. the kings and warriors. Yeah. Um, when they march by, you're not supposed to uh, look at look them. At them. You're supposed right. to keep your eyes down. Just as 
what people had to do back in the day. Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, when in their regular form, not in ghost form, but when Ali'i would walk by, you're really supposed to, to kneel down or... Right. Yeah. Prostrate yourself, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, bad things can happen if you get in their way or... All you know, this stuff, yeah. But um, on the whole, they're not seen as... I mean, they're scary as shit, but they're not seen as, you know... Predatory, like they'll yeah. come out and get yeah. you. It's just stay out of their way. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, okay, so that being said, um, so uh, a listener, Catherine, she says um, she worked with a guy who lived off, I won't even say the street, in Nuanu, uh-huh. which is a known night marcher's path. Uh, they would hear footsteps outside their house at night, and then when they looked, there's no one there. Uh, once they were coming home at night, and their car headlights swept past their mailbox as they turned into the driveway, there was a Hawaiian warrior standing guard near the mailbox, wearing a malo, which is sort of a, like a Hawaiian loincloth. Yeah. Um, another time, his brother was coming out of the bathroom, and when he opened the door, a warrior was blocking the doorway. Uh. He slammed the door shut, waited a couple minutes, and then peeked out, and the warrior was gone. He figures the warrior was just keeping him from interrupting the night watcher's procession. Um, that family ended up moving after two years. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> oh, I got, I've been scared multiple times, and I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this on the podcast too, where in the middle of the night, like I opened the bathroom door, uh-huh. and then... Uh, my daughter is like standing right there and her hair is long and so her head nightgown. is down yeah she's in a nightgown <laughs> she's looking down because she doesn't want to see the light so because her head's down the hair is like blocking some of her face and it's just the scariest shit in the world oh, little girls at night in nightgowns what is it about that? So even That's, without the ring, you would have been scared? Yeah, I've never even seen the ring. Oh, okay. But you know about the ring. I know about the ring. And you know the concept of the ring. Sort of. That it was a, you know, yeah. a little girl with a night in a nightgown. Yeah. Okay. But even before that, scary. what's the other one, that hotel with the twins? Oh, The Shining? Yeah. See, there's like... Oh, how, little, what are so scary about, about little, little girls? little girls. <laughs> scary. Why couldn't it be little boys? My daughters scare me all the time. (laughs) Um, Stay in your bed. (laughs) Give you a bedpan. Just hold your pee, yeah. Oh, jeez. Okay, and then um, we have another Night Marchers, um, uh, I guess a warning in Mm -hmm. a way, from uh, a listener, Gaylord. Uh, So he says, uh, no need ghost. This is kind of pigeon. Did you want me to read him pigeon? Sure. Okay. <clears throat> I dabble in pigeon. No <laughs> need ghosts. Go to Mokalia at night and watch the night marchers with their torchlights. Come down the mountain. Yeah, within seconds. They're in your face. So be one. Have respect. Stay off the stay off the path. Even until today, this supernatural thing does exist. Respect the old Hawaiian ways. This will spook you even if try watch. Even your hair will stand up. The back of your neck and stand up. He's just scared. That's why. You're 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 embellishing now. He said, uh, "This will spook you. Even your hair will stand up." (laughs) My way was way better. All right. Okay. But thank you, Um, Gaylord. We appreciate it. Creative interpretation there. Thanks. 
Uh, let's see, was that it? Is that it from our audience? Yes. I believe so. Thank wow. you guys. Thank you. Awesome. We know it's short notice. We did like a two-day yeah. call out. Yeah. And you guys came through. Awesome. Out of the thousands that came in, I'm like, <laughs> Jamie, how were you able to whittle it down? Yeah, it was this hard. Crazy. Was hard. I had to do a random thing. <laughs> now, Jamie, you've done some of your own research. Would you like to go over some famous ghost locations? Yes. Okay. Um... It was hard to it was hard to choose, but uh, I just picked the uh, scariest ones basically. Okay, now is this national? This is local? national. National. Yeah. Okay. National uh, United States. United States. Okay, sorry, Canada. We'd love to hear about some Canadian ghosts, by the way. Hit yeah, us I'm up. I'm sure they have a lot. Yeah. yeah I'm sure they have I'm some good sure, ones. Sure, how polite. Boo, eh? Sorry. <laughs> so, sorry. So, sorry. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> we love Canada. That's a good one. Um, sorry, I didn't have time to uh, really look up the local ones, although we already went through the um, Night March or so. In Mokulia, That's good enough. Make it hill stand up. Okay, Trump shut up. <laughs> okay, um, okay, the first one I want to call out is the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum in West Virginia. Okay. Asylums, especially abandoned asylums, oh. are just scary as shit. Yeah. Yeah. So it was... Um, this was home to thousands of people with mental illness starting in 1864. Hundreds of people died there before the facility closed in, the, in 1994. The spirits are said to haunt the site today. Um, they date back to the Civil War era, era, era when the asylum grounds served as a military post. Uh, and if you want to go there, paranormal tours of the facility of feature two-hour visits to the asylum's four main hotspots. The most intense ghost hunt is an eight-hour overnight paranormal paranormal adventure with experienced ghost hunting guides. I, you I, would have to pay me like two million dollars to do that. I I'm think. more done. I, I'm, I'm, I like the whole like pay to do something overnight. I just like the whole mm. overnight aspect. I don't really have to look for ghosts, but I would want to. You might find them though. You know. I true. Mean, true. But like, say if it's a. Con no, no, no. It doesn't even have to be a concert, but some type of experience. It's an overnight thing. Like I'm down for that. I want to stay up okay. all night. Okay, and but do not something. a haunted house. It doesn't have to be a haunted house. It doesn't have to be ghosts. Can it be just, a haunted house? It it can be. Really? Yeah. It was like a huge party. You know. No, 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 no. It's just you and like ten people. I mean, yeah, I would do it, but like. Oh, you're crazy. But just overnight, I like that aspect. All right. The other, other place um, I looked up was the Villisca Axe Murder House in, in Iowa. Okay. Uh, in June of 1912, the old white frame house uh, became a grisly crime scene. It was the heinous murder of Josiah B. Moore, his wife, their four children, and two young girls who were overnight guests. Um, the... Uh, yeah, someone murdered them. The murderer was never identified. Over the years, residents of the home reported visions of a man with an axe, children crying, and unexplained paranormal activity. See again, kids. <laughs> In 1994, the home was restored to its original condition with no indoor plumbing or electricity. These touches add to the chilling ambience during a lamplight tour. Tour, that's, that's right. Money. That goes from April through November. Give me money. Or an overnight experience available by reservations for groups. Oh, okay. You're going to hit me with that number? Just kidding. What? No. 
hit me with that info so I can book my the one eight hundred number. Sure. Yeah. yeah. No. And then the third one is is uh, Fort Mifflin, Pennsylvania. Oh, Pennsylvania. Very, yeah, very forts old. like military installations, yeah. hospitals, asylums. Mm. Oh my gosh. Uh, built in 1771, Fort Mifflin is the country's only Revolutionary War battlefield that is still intact. There are 14 restored buildings on the grounds on the Delaware River and reportedly plenty of spirits from the past. Among the ghosts said to haunt the fort is a screaming woman whose cries are so loud that the Philadelphia police have been called to investigate only to find no one there. Other characters in the local ghost stories include a faceless man wandering around the fort, a tour guide dressed in revolutionary garb. Okay, what does faceless man mean? Does that mean like it's all flesh? Like just a flesh? No, I think there's probably like a, a a void. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's scary. It's like very um, Actually, both cloudy. Are, you both know. are pretty scary. Yeah. Uh, and then last but not least, I, um, the White House, our White House. Um, obviously, it has a lot of stories about ghosts. Yeah. Um, one of them is Abigail Adams, who was the first lady to John Adams, who served as president from 1797 to 1801. She has been seen in cap and lace shawl shawl in the East Room doing the laundry. Wow. I wish I had a ghost that did laundry. Yeah. That'd be amazing. But then she can't really do it because she can't, like, pick up That's true, but at least I know she wants to do it. Yeah. That that goes a long way with me. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that will inspire other people in your house. Anyway. But the most frequent reports of ghostly things in the White House is Abraham Lincoln. Um, Many people have reported either seeing something that makes them think it's him Uh or feeling a presence that they they think it's him, Mm -hmm. including Grace Coolidge, these first ladies, Grace Coolidge, Eleanor Roosevelt, and Lady Bird Johnson. Also, Winston Churchill, when he was staying there, he Mm. reported kind of... Makes sense that the wives see it, though, because they're they're significantly less busy, I can imagine. Yeah, and the presidents are, like, away. Yeah, and then when he comes back, his glass of scotch would just pass out. Yeah. And wake me up in the morning (laughs) again, go to a press conference. Yeah. But then the first ladies are doing, like, the laundry and stuff. Yeah. Well, not anymore, but they used to. (laughs) All right. Okay, that was cool. Is that all all the places? Yes. Fantastic. Great job, Jamie. Thanks. Now let's go over our favorite ghosts in films. Uh, since you were talking for a bit, I'll go first. Okay. Uh, my favorite ghost in films, Beetlejuice, played by the one and only Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. I have that. 1988. Do you really? Yeah. Hey. Oh, okay. I bet you don't have this one. Subway Ghost. I never heard of it. Is that a film? No, no. Was, he was the character in the film Ghost. He was the Subway Ghost. He didn't have a oh. name. But he was the subway yeah, ghost. Yeah, the tall guy. He's played by um, uh, Vincent Chiavelli. Yeah, he's a character actor. He yeah. was in uh, Fast Times at Benjamin High also mm-hmm. as, a, yeah. as a teacher. So that was back in 1990. So he was the ghost that taught Patrick Swayze's... Grudgingly taught him. Right? Yeah. Yeah. How to uh, start to move things mm-hmm. by concentrating. But yeah, he's like, I don't know how to do it. You just do it. Get off my train. <laughs> Hmm, good quotes. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see. Oh, <coughs> you're going to love this one. I definitely mentioned this in Am a I? previous episode. Mr. Boogity. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> the Pilgrim Turned Into Ghost, played by Howard Witt, who is also a ghost now because he died two years ago. <laughs> Uh, 1986. And this is a fun one to bring up. Dr. Malcolm Crow from The Sixth the sixth Sense. I also have that. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Bruce Willis? Yep. 19, 1999? Yep. All right. So those are my favorite ghosts in films. What do you got, Jamie? Okay. Well, you know, I really don't like scary movies. So mm. I don't have that many. I mean... And then even for the, if you were into a lot of scary movies, mm -hmm. a lot of the characters are sometimes demons. They're not really ghosts, right? They're like something, something Well, else, I mean, I right? think there's a good number of movies out there about some kind of ghostly presence. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like Poltergeist, you know? True. There's a kind of a lot, actually, when you think about it. But like Leprechaun? Is Leprechaun a ghost? I don't think so. No. That's the scariest movie out there. I mean, I don't... Did you see it? No. <laughs> see, I can't speak to it because yeah, I don't... Yeah, me neither. I haven't watched uh, it. Child's Play, Chucky. He's not a ghost. But he's a spirit inhabiting a, um, a doll. Ah, son of a bitch. <laughs> okay. So, anyway, your um, favorite ghost. Yeah, so other than The Sixth Sense, uh, which is actually kind of scary... Um, I tend to, you know, gravitate towards the funny, the humorous, um... Ghost characters. Ghost movie characters. Got it. You know, like the Beetlejuice, like Ghostbusters. Right. Um, I also kind of like, uh, the old, the Ghost and Mrs. Muir, or Topper, you know, those are like friendly ghosts. How about the, uh, the ghosts in the Christmas Carol films? Yeah. So oh, I have that. I have that for TV. It's always fun to play. Because I usually see it in TV. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I always like playing the. Uh, well, I never play them, but I'm imagining <laughs> it must be fun to play. Or my favorites are always the, uh, the Ghost of Christmas Present. Because mm -hmm. that's the the fun Santa Claus ish kind of ghost. Oh yeah. Well, it depends what movie you're talking about. Well, I mean, in general, right? There's past, who's kind of a dick. There's the present, who's the Santa Claus guy. And then the, the Christmas future is the mm. silent one who doesn't mm. talk. They all, they all have kind of common characteristics. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. But anyway, what else have you got? That's it. Oh, okay. Fantastic. Now, like you said, um, you do have some ghosts from series, TV, TVs. Yeah. TV series, in a series, TV. It's hard to say just TV, TV. now. Ghost because, from TV. Because if it's a current one, it might not be on TV, TV. It might be Netflix or But something. I'll just in say a series. TV anyway. Okay. Um, so aside from Christmas Carol. Right. And the Christmas... Wait, 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 wait. Oh, okay. Wait. So from Christmas Carol, which ghost? Is it a particular ghost? Is oh, it no. a particular actor that you like? Just in general, you like the Christmas Carol. John Taylor from Duran Duran. Okay. Okay. Because he was in the uh, Diva's Christmas. Oh, I love. I like Diva's Christmas because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. it has uh, what's her name in Vanessa it. Vanessa Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So in love with her. <laughs> Just this much more than Carol Kai. This much. Oh wow. Whew. Just squeaks by. Yeah. Interesting. 
uh, and also uh, from TV. Uh, there was a um, on the Sci-Fi Channel. There was a, a show called Being Human. Okay. And that was another one of those things where they um, it, for, first it's a show in the UK, uh-huh. and then they duplicate it for the American, mm. um, you know, audience. Like The Office, like uh, America's Got yeah, Talent, it's a lot of like it, yeah. The Masked Singer, it's so much. Like, yeah. We just copy shit. Uh, baking challenges, um, you know, whatever. Uh, oh, Top Gear. Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> the Royal Wedding. No, I don't, I don't um, being human, it was a, um, uh, a ghost, a werewolf, and a, a vampire. Okay. And they are roommates. It's not a humorous. Okay. Uh, it wasn't because it reminds me of the Saturday Night Live sketch where they try to sing. It's Frankenstein, Tonto. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And Tarzan. <laughs> I'd always try to sing something. Oh, okay. And then Phil Hartman is always Frankenstein, and he's, yeah, he just goes yeah through the whole thing and just fire bad. Did you see the um the doc- documentary on Phil Hartman? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was watching that too. Was that so on Amazon? Sad. No. Oh, you watch it on TV, TV? It's on TV. Okay, I'll, I think I watch it on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, so sad. Yeah. I love Phil Hartman. Okay. He's in the greatest Christmas movie ever. Can we talk about Christmas for a bit? No. Nope. Jingle all the way. No. <laughs> Off topic. Okay. Who else you got? That's it. I only have one. For, uh, for TV? Yeah. Okay. Space Ghost is a fictional character created by Hanna-Barbera Productions. It has ghosts in the name, Janie. Designed by Alex Toth for CBS in the late 60s. His original incarnation, he was a superhero who, with his his teen sidekicks, Jan Chase, and of course, Blip the Monkey. Mm -hmm. They fought supervillains in outer space. Mm -hmm. In the 1990s, he came back to host his own fictional late-night talk show, Space Goes Coast to Coast, on the Cartoon Network and Adult Swim. Now that's a ghost with talent. That's a ghost that you want on your side. I did like the original. I think I liked the original because he looked like a ninja. And this is back when... Um, did he? Yeah, because he has a black hood. Yeah. Right? But it was white body. Doesn't matter. That is no ninja. It's pretty close. <laughs> what? Pretty close. I, w- I wanted a ninja in everything that Maybe I did. Maybe if you were in a herd of zebra, then you'd be like a ninja. Well, pre- then like, you blend in with the black and white. Again, this is me in the '80s. Ninjas are taking over, and right? You're a dumb kid. So okay, got it. <laughs> I got it. I'm throwing away my GI Joe's weapons because I want them to be ninjas. Therefore, no using guns, right? I want everything to be ninja. And so I flip on USA Cartoon Network, not Cartoon Network. USA, uh, the Cartoon Express. Yeah, that's what it was called. And then they showed all these old cartoons, and I see Space Ghost. So I'm like, oh my god, this mm-hmm. guy's a ninja. <sighs> Just like Snake Eyes. All right. Ninja. Ninja. Only he was in space. Which makes him even cool. Space Ninja. But anyway, favorite ghost songs. Why don't we hit that? Okay, you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. I mean, um, yeah. I have, I have only one, really. Okay. 
uh, it's uh, Ghost Riders in the Sky. It's a 1948 song written by Stan Jones. Um, Wait, when you say Ghost Rider or Ghost Writers? Ah, ghost no, just writes. kidding. Um, Rider, Ghost Riders in the Sky. Oh, the plural of the Marvel hero. Yeah. But not. But it was written in 1948, so obviously it's not, you know, that Skull Guy. Well, what year was Ghost Rider? 70s, 60s? 1950. I don't know. It's kind of late. It's not though. Okay. It's not. It's not connected. But, but now that you bring it up, there was. But a, they did connect it in the movie. There was a ghost writer, uh, TV show on PBS, and now that I think about it, I'd like to add that to my list of ghosts in a series. Ghost writer. It was on PBS. It's not a reach though. No, 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 no. It was a ghost that left these kids clues. Oh, okay. It was stuff. a real ghost. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think the ghost was a ghost of an author or something that was wrongfully murdered or mm, something. Mm. I never got that far into the series, but... Oh, you ever saw Blackbeard's Ghost? No. It was a Disney no. sort of TV movie. Actually, there's a ghost that we probably should mention because it's pretty popular everywhere wherever you search ghosts. The Flying Dutchman. Mm-hmm. So it's not a, a, okay. a person ghost, it's a, it's a, a ship. ship. Yeah. A ghost ship. Yeah. Basically. It's kind of cool. Right. You can see it in the parts of the Caribbean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, didn't mean to interrupt um, you. Actually, I did, but yeah, keep, keep you on going. You always do. <laughs> um, yeah, in the, if you, I don't know if you, have you seen the um, the first Nicolas Cage Ghost, ghost Rider. Rider movie? Yeah. You did? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They did um, uh, play that song, this song. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, it was not written in 1948. But over f since then, over 50 artists have recorded this song, including Bing Crosby, Frankie Lane, Burl Ives, Marty Robbins, Johnny Cash, Christopher Lee, and Spike Jones. I think Burl Ives is the most notable name in that bunch because Burl Ives, you know, he's also doing like Holly Jolly Christmas, you know, all those frosty Johnny the Cash? snowman. No, I'm talking about in relevance to this subject matter. You know, it's kind of crazy that Burl Ives is doing a ghost song, considering he did all of these Christmas songs. So you hear this voice that's famous for doing Frosty the Snowman, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, then now he's doing Ghost Riders in the Sky. He's famous for his Christmas songs, but that's not all he did, you know. I'm pretty I sure mean, he, he just... did several albums of just he, regular music. He waited around all year until there was more Christmas gigs to pick up. Poor guy. I know, pro okay. guy. Pro, anyway, my favorite rendition is the Outlaws. Okay. The Outlaws did it in 1980, and I actually have that. I, I purchased it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's good stuff. The song is about. <laughs> I'm getting deep here. Okay, I get it. The song it. is about uh, a cowboy. He has a vision of red-eyed, steel-hooved cattle thundering across the sky, wow. chased by spirits of damned cowboys. One of those cowboys tells him. Hey man, change your ways, um, unless you want to be, uh, unless you want to be doomed like us. And that cowboy was Billy the Kid. <laughs> he was. It was uh, the legend or the story was based on a Native American story that uh, Stan Jones heard. Featuring Tonto. Very good. Love it. That's deep, Jamie. Thanks. Whew. My song is kind of a stretch. Ghost Town by the Specials. 1981. At least it has ghosts in it. See? 
Space Ghost, Ghost Town. Mm. I'm nailing this. Also, Ghostbusters by Ray Parker Jr. Oh, yeah. 1984. <laughs> now, there's some controversy over that one, though. Because when the theme song for Ghostbusters was released, Huey Lewis sued Columbia Pictures and Ray Parker Jr. for copyright infringement. So what happens? What what happened was they originally reached out to Huey Lewis to do the song for okay. Ghostbusters, but for some re- reason or another, it didn't work out. But they kind of had um, what was the song? I want a new drug. They kind of had Huey Lewis's song in there, okay, like as a placeholder in the movie, even though it wasn't licensed and it wasn't you know going to be used in there, but. They showed the clip with Hugh Lewis's clip, uh, song in there, showed it to Ray Parker Jr. and says, mm-hmm. we kind of want a song like that, like this. Like a one new drug? Yeah. So if you listen to I Want a New Drug, it sounds pretty damn close to Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. So there was this out-of-court settlement. And uh, it remained confidential until 2001. And then, you remember all of those uh, behind the music shows that you like? Yeah. So it was a VH1 behind the music where uh, Huey Lewis commented on the payment that he got, which he wasn't supposed to. Oh. And then so Ray Parker Jr. sued him back for breaching the confidentiality. Right on. Right on. <laughs> Here's a side note. I don't even think the two songs sound that similar. Well, you got to go back and listen to it. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Why don't we post both on our page? Really? How about I want a new drug and people say, and then say, what do you think? Does Is this sound like Ghostbusters? Ghostbusters? Yeah. Okay. How about that? That way it turns into a audience poll type of thing. And side note, Ray Parker Jr. also released a single in 1984, same year, titled Jamie. Oh, yeah. You know I keep that track one? of all popular music that has Jamie in, in it. When you Google yourself every day? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's it for... You know, because you got uh, Van Halen. Yeah, oh, okay. Um, yeah, the, the Ray Parker Jr. And then there's, there's also Jamie Lee, that, but that's not like... Mm. That's Jamie Lee, not Jamie. Well, you if know. you live in the South, your name would be Jamie Lee. Hey, no, Jamie but Lee. it was like Brother Nolan. Oh. Yeah. Local stuff. Oh. Anyway. Hey, Jamie Lee. Okay, so that that's it for ghosts. Yes? Yes. Oh, yes. Thank God. On to what we usually do in this middle feature, in the middle of the show. We have some uh, things that we do, but uh, we have another feature. We've never done this before, and therefore we have no music for it. What is called 2019 Halloween Costume Guide. Ooh, Halloween. There's no music then? That's just... That's that, me. That, oh, okay. that was it. Uh, all right. Do you have something? No. Oh. You want me to do it again? No. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, we just figured today it's Halloween, and in case, there's probably a lot of you that haven't really prepared yet, and you're <laughs> listening to this on your way to work, and like, oh, I got that costume party tonight, since it's Halloween or and all. Or keep it as food for thought for next year. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I got something I want to, got to pick up something at the spirit store on the it. way home. Work on it now. So here's some ideas, whether you want to purchase it at a store or if you want to try to slap this together using some items around your house and do some some costume guides for you uh, or suggestions, ideas. Of course, 
we want to be able to do this every year. So we're going to kind of center this around pop culture trends happening right now. What's big with peeps going on? So, Jamie, do you have anything? Uh, I, have um, these, I have these separated by categories. I have just a little bit. So I know, I know you went off the wall on this one. Yeah, so. yeah. I'm just going to go first sure, to get sure. myself out of the way. <laughs> okay, so um, I just looked up a couple of trends. Uh, people are trying to be Miley Cyrus or Elton John in Rocketman. Um, Elton John, for sure, I can see. Yeah. But Miley Cyrus, and, uh, like, how do you be Miley Cyrus? Walk around a wrecking ball? Or is yeah. it friend the wrecking ball? You know, it was like a couple's costume. Yeah, yeah. whatever. And then um, one that I'm kind of tired of okay. is that dinosaur costume. You know the one oh, that sort of... Yeah. Um, it's so funny. When though. you walk, it looks like a real dinosaur is yeah, walking. Yeah, there's a fan in there, so it's inflating it the whole yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of getting... I'm over it. It's hilarious. Uh, the University of Hawaii had their homecoming game back in September, and for their homecoming halftime show, they always dress up right and there was this one i think it was a trumpet player he he had that costume it's hilarious just seeing like a t-rex just march around the field mm. it's hilarious i love it it was when it first came out like it's two the, years ago uh, I, th I think it's got some legs to it <laughs> obviously obviously <laughs> Now, is it just that inflatable one? Because there's some other ones that look more realistic. No, that's just that. Just that one. Because everyone, now everyone has, you know. Yeah, that's yeah, true. It's all over the place. Remember that time we, uh, I think it was a year ago, we went to Hilo and we went to Walmart. And we tried on those, uh, those, those big heads. heads. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of becoming a whole thing now. Like before it was hard to get a big fuzzy mascot head type of mask. Mm -hmm. slash costume type of thing mm. now it's like you can purchase one and everybody has one you can be your own mascot it's so easy now mm. or it's easier for sure mm -hmm. it's like 300 percent times easier <laughs> i did the math <laughs> i do i do kind of hate it when you see people with costumes that you know were just half-assed yeah know? so listen to us we're giving you great ideas <laughs> Don't be lazy about that shit. I like creativity, you know. Um, don't just take take a, a costume and make it sexy or slutty. Don't just do that. That's just too easy. That's too. We're not too saying common. don't do it. Do it, but like go farther. Is what we're saying. And send photos, right, Jamie? To him, to, to <laughs> Fernando, not me. I don't want to see it. Okay, cool. Okay. Oh, Your okay. Turn. Who, uh, now, now Pinterest has found that searches for Halloween couples, um, couples costumes, I mean, have grown by 367%, while searches for BFF Halloween costumes are nearly 250% more popular than last year. So couples costumes are it right now, mm. okay? Which is why I wanted to address that first. Now, here are some popular things that people are looking up. Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> Uh, Timon and Pumbaa from The Lion King. Of course, The Lion King very huge right now because of the live-action film. Right. Right. Um, Woody and Bo Peep from Toy Story, which could be a sexual thing. Velma and Daphne from Scooby-Doo, sexual thing. <laughs> Can't they all be? And couples' costumes inspired by Pulp Fiction. 
also very sexy. Well, not if they're the two guys. You know, John Travolta's very, character. Very and, uh, sexy. <laughs> <laughs> that long hair and the fro. Yeah. Yeah. The Jerry Curl. Yes. 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 Okay. Um, if you got more people in your crew, of course, group costumes or, you know, bands, like in my situation, uh, my band is playing tomorrow night at Anna O'Brien's Halloween Hangover show, if you want to join us. So we've been trying to rack our brains trying to do group costumes. So as far as group costumes, uh, the, uh, the trend right now is the cast of Stranger Things, mm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> That's likely due to the uh, 2016 remake of the uh, cartoon. Families celebrating Halloween together, dressing like characters from The Lion King, Aladdin, and Toy Story. Mm. Now let's talk about the ladies. Let's focus on the ladies. What are the ladies doing? Powerpuff Girls again. Pirates. I'm guessing sexy pirates. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not one-legged, because that's just weird. Why not? I don't know. Yeah, I've never seen a sexy... Pirate lady with Maybe one you can leg. just draw a, a. Oh, like the stocking. There's that, yeah, like yeah. the stocking that looks like a. Yeah. yeah. Put some effort Cir- into it, like I said. Circus inspired garb. I don't know what the hell that is. Uh, uh, again, Stranger Things. Alien inspired mermaid. No, no. Al- alien inspired costumes. Oh. Mermaids. Two separate things. Although now that I said it, I kind of want to see some alien inspired mermaids because that'd be mm. kind of scary. Mm-hmm. Harley Quinn. Ah, yes. Uh, 80s-inspired costumes, which is, I don't know, too general. Although, that's pretty lazy, too. Like, just doing um, a big aqua wave, you know, bangs and stuff. Just dressing well, you like you're from the, the 80s. clothing and stuff, yeah, too, right? Yeah, that, that's kind of that, some. That might take some a trip to good, Goodwill or something. For sure, for sure. Poison Ivy. Ah, okay. Alice in Wonderland. Probably a sexy version, though. For men, superhero, which is kind of vague. Yeah. But uh, but I'm thinking the guy will just go to a you know, Marvel costume shop, just pick something up. I would say Captain America, probably the most popular, as yeah. far as dudes trying to pick up mm. the ladies. Maybe Black Panther. Superman is pretty easy because I think it's easy to buy a shirt with the Superman Yeah, Superman's not sexy, though. Tell Ron. All right, I will. Uh, Viking, which I don't really get. Uh, Spider-Man. Joker. Joker's going to be huge this year. You're going to be seeing a lot of Jokers tonight. Right. Uh, Jedi. It's uh, kind of general. And But uh, I don't know. Is that a little lazy? Because what? you're just kind of wearing a robe. It depends. 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 How, how uh, focused you want to get. Yeah. Maybe could go to go as a group, right? You so like Jedi's my, my dream costume of the uh, Jedi cat. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. I'm not sure if we ever spoke about that in the podcast. Oh, I don't know. No, I think yeah. you tell everyone what your dream costume is again. Yeah, to be a um, cat alien. That's a Jedi. That is Jedi. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, circus. Okay, what the hell is it? A clown, maybe. Could, it. Oh, maybe it. Let's just say it's it. Yeah, pirate. Did you just say a pirate? Uh, for the ladies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mad Max. It's kind of general. Okay. Kind of, I don't know how trendy that is. And Robot. I like Robot. Robot's good. 
So that's what we got for costumes. That's what you're gonna see tonight, pretty much. So just letting you know, in case you wanna try to fit in. Or don't, or stand out and be original. Just go. Be original. Just go all, all the way through it. You know, just, just go balls out. That's all we want. That's all we ask from you. Okay, on to the snack review. Snack is snack time. Time for the snack review. Because it is Halloween, we've got Kit Kat pumpkin pie. And Jamie's trying to figure out how to open the bag. Oh my god. Is it hard? Mm. Oh, she's got it. She's strong, folks. This strong is like a. Beast. It's kind of like a Halloween size, huh? Yep. Because it's made for Halloween Fun to give away. The packaging, of course, orange, because these are pumpkin pie Kit Kats. Let me, uh, let me give the little description here. Though these snack-sized treats are modeled after regular Kit Kats, they're stuffed with a pumpkin pie-flavored cream, not the typical chocolate variety. While pumpkin pie Kit Kats technically made their, debu their debut in 2017, the initial, initial, initial release was very limited. This year, the candies are available nationwide, which is why they're here in the islands. And... So these are individually wrapped. And when we say individually, meaning there's not a left and a right Kit Kat. It's That's just Twix. a single. What? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were referring to Twix. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, but Kit Kat like uh, oh. with left, because there's a mini Kit Kats that he gives that has good. the, oh, really? I don't like the smell. Oh, oh. Um, but yeah, Kit Kat's usually in four, but then they do have the two Kit Kats. Yeah, the mini ones that are around this size. But these are individual, in like one wafer. <laughs> Try not to touch it. And that's Jamie trying to get it, release it from its wrapper. Okay. Now, Jamie, so far you said these don't smell good, so I'm going to take this. I'm going to smell it. Not to me, at least. Oh, it smells like, like a, um, say if you wanted a, a wax candle <laughs> that's pumpkin yeah. scented yeah. or something. You know, yeah. like when you walk into a shop. Yeah. That's what it smells like. Like, uh, like a Bed Bath & Beyond yeah. or like one of those. Like, like a, a pumpkin potpourri type of deal. Very spicy. Not Bed Bath & Beyond. Bath & Body Works. Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. All and right. Full disclosure, I actually don't like pumpkin. Oh. Pumpkin anything. Yeah. You don't like pumpkin crunch? No. It's pretty good. I mean, know. I can eat it. But. <laughs> but I can eat it. It's like when I watch you eat a banana. Like yeah. You're doing homework. Right. You should see me eat an apple. It's even worse. Oh. Okay. By the way, we're going to post videos of Jamie eating bananas and apples. <laughs> no. okay. Anyway, cheers. cheers. Kit Kat. Here we go. <sighs> Definitely smells more pumpkin than it tastes, in my opinion. Nope. You taste a pumpkin. Yeah. I taste something trying to be pumpkin, but... Now, you know what, I think... Really, I think it's the whole... You know, because your nose and your mouth are connected. So if you smell something, mm -hmm. if the smell is that pungent, yeah. when you're tasting it, you're thinking like, oh yeah, no, I can taste a pumpkin. 
but really it's just you're still smelling the pumpkin and it's just going with, with whatever bullshit cream you're fucking eating <laughs> oh <Sorry>. my god <laughs> that was uncalled for I'm sorry I'm sorry it's getting a little too we're close we're eating to candy time. for god's sake Um, yeah, I don't like it because I, I mean, maybe if I liked pumpkin, I, I like, I would like this, but I don't know. Okay, so just like this, the way that you have to haunt a house, now you have to also eat a pumpkin treat. Okay. Okay. So you got pumpkin pie. Yeah. Pumpkin crunch, and a pumpkin Kit Kat. Pumpkin crunch. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you have this before the pumpkin pie? This, this, this candy? This, this Kit Kat, yeah. Oh, if I want to have to like order it? Yeah. Okay, first would be pumpkin crunch. Okay. Maybe pumpkin pie because I know it'd be like fresh, you know? Okay, but it doesn't have that dollop of cream on top. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's fine. Just At least sure. it has crust. I like crust. Okay. Yeah. This has a wafery type of. Thing. Not the same. Okay. You've. You've stated can't, your piece. Can't make up for it. <laughs> I'm actually a pretty decent fan of pumpkin. Um, would I prefer this to... Maybe I'll take one for my husband. He likes pumpkin. Take a bunch. Jeez. No, just one. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Do I rank this with other Kit Kats? Or do I rank this with uh, other pumpkin treats that I like? I have no idea. In general, do you like it? Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. It, when I, it, it, am I gonna steal these from my kids when they get it in their trick or treat bag? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Are my kids gonna like it? Probably not. Oh really? They don't like not, pumpkin. Kids don't really like pumpkin, which is why they haven't kind of developed tr- that sort of. Yeah. yeah. That's that's why the pumpkin spice latte is so huge because it's adults drinking it. They're like, mm. oh my gosh, I love pumpkin stuff. You don't hear kids saying, oh my gosh, it's great. That it's pu- I wish we had more pumpkin candy. Because the kids' taste buds is a, a, it's a lot more basic. It's different, yeah. yeah. So, I I don't know. Are I we going to see this next year? Who knows? And if we Who do, knows? it might be an old bad bag from this year. <laughs> it's the same bag. <laughs> you know, like candy corn, but right? They say all, the, all the world's candy corn was made in the 1930s, and we're just recycling them every year. Okay. <laughs> I give I don't like Kit Kat either. pumpkin pie ooh, 10 out of 13 jack-o'-lanterns. Okay. I give it um, 1 out of 10 <laughs> dried out pumpkin stems. Ooh, harsh. That's the harshest Sorry. one I've ever... Sorry, Kit Kat. You know, I Damn. love you, but not this time. Damn. Seven more episodes of this fourth season of the podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the Opposite Tastes podcast. Opposite Tastes podcast on, let's see, I was going to say iTunes. What do you call it? Apple Podcasts or Apple Music or whatever it is or wherever you get your podcasts. Connect with us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Opposite Tastes podcast or the Facebook group. Just type in Opposite Tastes. And you can follow us on Twitter as well at Opposite Tastes. Happy Halloween! Boop!